politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. The House will be in order. Where has Congress been? 43% of American households have had a significant or total pay cut. 26 million Americans have filed for unemployment. Congress is doing its job. And I want to tell the American people one more time, members are working daily. Nearly 400 House lawmakers returned here to the Capitol for a historic and extraordinary vote to approve nearly a half trillion dollars that will go towards small businesses, hospitals, and to bolster testing for COVID-19. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and President Trump has now signed the legislation into law, and there's already plenty of discussion and disagreement over what will come in the next piece of legislation. The political tensions emerging over what's ahead were already very evident as lawmakers converged to approve the latest measure. Most of the lawmakers wore masks in the corridors of the Capitol. Some spoke through their masks during the debate, like Virginia Democrat Don Beyer. I rise in support of this legislation to protect jobs, support small businesses and save lives. It's good that we agree on this funding, but Americans need more, much more. As of this morning, 26 million Americans have lost their jobs in many states as much as a third of their workforce. Workers need our help in a way that doesn't stop or expire. But Republicans accused Democrats of holding up the bill and hurting small businesses as talks dragged on over what would be included in the legislation. Arizona Republican Debbie Lesko. In those two weeks, millions and millions of more people filed for unemployment insurance. And why? We could have done this funding for small businesses so they could pay their workers two weeks ago. New York Congressman Max Rose, whose district has been hit hard by the coronavirus, says he agreed that the measure should have been taken up sooner, but he blamed Republicans for initially not seeking to assist more than small businesses. And he says that meant time wasted. Weeks ago to get more money for our hospitals, weeks ago to protect testing, weeks ago to improve this program for small businesses, but alas, only in Washington, D.C. would we wait weeks when we all agree. The measure includes more than $300 billion for small businesses, and members of both parties do agree that was needed to replenish the Paycheck Protection Program, which had quickly run out of money. But members of both parties sharply disagree on the need for a new select oversight subcommittee that was proposed by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to review funding of COVID-19. Republicans, like Georgia's Drew Ferguson, charge it's just another attempt by Democrats to try to undermine President Trump and his hand of the crisis. Y'all seem to be like a bird dog pointing a quail. You just can't help yourselves. First of all, you had Russia, then impeachment, and now the coronavirus. Well, I can tell you this will be partisan, being led by an individual who is, who is the uh, Democrat nominee's number one supporter. And I will tell you this, I'm willing to bet just about everything I've got that this will be nothing more than a partisan hack job. And if it's not, I'll be the first one to apologize and happy to buy the speaker a pint of her favorite ice cream, and I yield back. The panel will be chaired by South Carolina Congressman Jim Clyburn, the majority whip, whose endorsement of Joe Biden before Super Tuesday helped to change the momentum in the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. For her part, Pelosi defends establishment of the subcommittee. The American people have told us they do not want any taxpayer dollars going to enriching shareholders, dividends, bonuses, CEO pay, all of that. They want the taxpayer dollars to keep people in their jobs. 
It's very important to the American people to have confidence as they make their sacrifices that our taxpayer dollars that they pay are not being squandered. Before voting on the small business legislation, a sharply divided House approved the oversight subcommittee. The yeas are 212 and the nays are 182. The resolution is adopted. That vote and the vote on the nearly $500 billion aid package took much longer than usual, with health precautions in place. Lawmakers were grouped alphabetically and made staggered entries in and out of the House chamber to make sure that social distancing guidelines were in effect. Signs posted in the hallway outside the chamber stated that lawmakers should remain six feet apart when waiting in line. Ultimately, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, despite their differences, said it was important for the House to come together and help the American people. Public health and a strong economy are not a Democrat or Republican issue. We're all trying to get to a place where America and Americans are safe and where our economy is working. The House then overwhelmingly voted to approve the legislation, the fourth major measure since the crisis began. On this vote, the yeas are 388, the nays are five, with one present. The bill is passed. Congress has now approved close to $3 trillion in relief packages. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says lawmakers are busy preparing for a fifth major piece of legislation. We will be ready soon with our next bill. And the sooner we can pass it, the better, because our teachers, our firefighters, our first responders and the rest need the resources that the funding for state and local will bring. But Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is less eager to start ramping up plans to spend hundreds of billions of additional dollars. And during an interview with Hugh Hewitt, he indicated bankruptcy for some states wouldn't be out of the question. I would certainly be in favor of allowing states to use the bankruptcy route. It's saved some cities, and there's no good reason for it not to be available. My guess is their first choice would be for the federal government to borrow money from future generations to send it down to them now so they don't have to do that. Uh, that's not something I'm going to be in favor of. The comments drew fire from both Democratic and Republican governors who say they're struggling with the soaring costs of the pandemic. But while Congress came together relatively quickly on the previous pieces of legislation, it's looking like the next measure will be much more of a political battle. That would be normal for politics here in Washington, but these are far from normal times. That was made clear by the flap over President Trump's comments related to COVID-19 and disinfectants. Then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with, but it sounds it sounds interesting to me. After major pushback from scientific experts and the makers of disinfectants, the president on Friday claimed he wasn't serious when he spoke the day before at his White House task force briefing. I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you just to see what would happen. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 